0: Is my stuff weird for you? Is my connection bad for you?
1: Nope. Sounds, you, you sound good to me. Uh, Jeremy said well, I sound good. Do I still look good though? That's the question. Such a, oh my God. Ask, ask, uh, ask, what do you call it that? Uh am not,
0: I'm not, you, I'm not, <laughs> I'm not, I'm not, I'm not. I'm not. I'm not. Uh, I'm not.
1: Welcome, welcome, welcome to the Summer 16 Podcast, a podcast between two friends who met well in the summer of 2016. My name is Tunde, or Todd underscore seven, and I'm here with my friend, my dog, John, or John Bowie on Instagram. Every Wednesday, we'll have new episodes where we somehow figure out how to combine our different views, our experiences. And our beliefs to talk about anything and always we try to leave having learned something new. On today's episode, uh, we're going to catch up on a few things in our shooting the shit. And uh, in our current event section, we're going to talk about the season finale of Insecure. Uh, a lot more Black Death because, you know, if you want to talk about mm. Black Lives Matter, it's a never-ending never, never ending struggle. Um, mm. And then uh, we're going to talk about the Dave Chappelle special and then uh after that we're going to discuss uh, waxing hypothetical and then as always close out our show with our avm so with that said uh what's up with you dog
0: yeah you know man every time you know i i really kind of start my day on a on a i try to start it on a good note think about positive stuff and funny stuff and You know, as you just alluded to, man, everyday struggle, bro. Everyday struggle. Yeah, definitely. There were a few positive things over the weekend, though, yeah?
1: Oh, yeah, for sure. Uh, We, well, we both partook in a 8.46 kilometer run yesterday. So um, I think I mentioned this last week, but there was a run organized here in Seattle um, for a 5.25 mile or 8.46 kilometer, basically the amount of time that the officer had on George Floyd's neck. And we, a couple of fat brothers, uh, not even fat brothers, a couple of friends and I, and, uh, and my girlfriend, we all, we all went out yesterday. And people from my run club as well went out yesterday and ran it. You ran it um, in San Jose. I had friends who ran it all over the country. So that was pretty good.
0: Yeah, and it was you know not too long of a run, but you know for a good cause. I think there was also a donation portion of it too, right? Like people were taking donations and everything. Yes,
1: yeah, for a foundation called uh, Make It Happen, and it's to uh, basically empower youth in the classroom, in sports, and just to help them become uh, transition from childhood into adolescence into adulthood. So um, I'll post a link to donate uh, in the, the description of the show.
0: I wonder if that's um, also one of the charities that we could potentially do for our uh, fundraisers on Instagram Live too. I wonder if they are linked up on that. That'd be yeah. interesting to check out.
1: Yeah, I'd have to check. Uh, maybe.
0: I think that'd be something that if, if we did it maybe once a month or so, that'd be kind of good. You know, like I don't think
1: the donation thing.
0: Yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Um, I mean, we had another good Instagram Live before this show. Uh, they get di- they're different every time, aren't they, dog? Like,
1: yeah, they are. This one was if you were logging in, expecting to get some, you know, empowerment and uh, learn about the the fight for equal rights. <laughs> this was <would> not the. <laughs> this is not it.
0: Wait, do you mean that we don't just talk about empowering the black community and <laughs> equal rights and how to go to power to the people, like? What?
1: What? We're we're multifaceted?
0: What? <laughs>
1: Absurd.
0: Oh man. We, nah man, it's exhaust like it's exhausting. We're gonna we're gonna cover it a little bit later, man, but gosh dog it brother. Like it is a never-ending struggle, and how nice would it be to just, you know, for a day, just you know, a couple hours maybe, just go do 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 through the world <laughs>
1: yeah well well uh speaking of just you know having a um distraction i guess uh i we this is week 10 of having a weekend distraction uh, it's let's coming get to get an to end it. um insecure let's finale yeah baby <sighs> let's get to it let's get to it so- hashtag
0: I'm gonna start by saying hashtag team Lawrence. Oh, and for anybody sure. out there, anybody out there that wants that smoke, find me on the gram at John Bowie. Hit my line. Call me if you need to. <laughs> I'm about to drop my phone number. I'm talking too much. Two one eight three three oh eight zero zero four. Hit my line. It's all it's
1: <laughs> yeah. So usually I you know, I watch it, you know, by, by myself in my living room. But um yesterday after the run. Uh one of the brothers invited me invited a couple of us over to his house to have a watch party. You know, we had our liquor, we had our he hit, he cooked on a grill. Um uh also uh had some wine. Pretty good, pretty good time. But uh what'd you think of the what you think of the uh the show?
0: <laughs> um honestly, I uh great finale, great finale. Um I've seen a lot of backlash, people being really frustrated um, just with, you know, the surprise sort of storyline stuff that came out. Um, But I actually think that that was really well done. And so just for some context, um, you know, a lot of the things that we've been talking about over the last few weeks, you know, Issa and Lawrence, um, Issa and Molly, you know, their friendship and all those other sorts of things. You know, Lawrence's new job in San Francisco. Well, one of the stories that kind of came out of nowhere was... Um, well, what's what's the character's name? What's her name? Um, uh, whoever Amanda Seals plays, uh, she- Tiffany. Tiffany. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So they kind of covered or kind of introduced that topic of postpartum depression, and I thought that that was amazing because one, it kind of came out of nowhere, which I feel like, you know, as someone who you know who would have been like a friend of that situation, it does seemingly come out of nowhere and it, it kind of pops up as yeah. a shock. Um, and, you know, as a friend, you know, it kind of drops everything and to use it. I don't want to say that loosely, but to use it as like a story device and like how it kind of shaped that whole last episode, I thought it was actually really well done. Very. Um, and, and it kind of gave you the feeling of what it would be like to be in that situation. Yeah. Uh, so that part sure. was, was super dope.
1: What do you think about the the whole bus ride part with the with the police officers?
0: So I thought that that was, I think that was the best laugh that I had had all season, um, because they were doing the thing where like they called the police officers, blah blah blah, and you know you had the the white folks who's been like get them, arrest them, arrest them, and the white cop instantly goes, he's like, nope, not me, not today, <laughs> <laughs> and then it's like everybody just go home. And I was like,
1: "Yo," and, and that's how it should be, right? The That's
0: exactly what it should. Be. He's just like, "Nope, I ain't dealing with none of y'all shit right now. This ain't even a real issue. Like, everybody go the fuck home." Oh, I and, I literally it, 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 white dude was like
1: did. you're my inner like if I had an inner black woman it'd be you. She's yeah. like, this outer black woman about to whoop your ass. Facts, Facts. like but yeah. So no, while, that, while, part,
0: yeah, that part was great.
1: While we at the while we were at the watch party, everyone kept saying they they were hoping that Tiffany was cheating, and that she was in the hotel room with they were hoping that she would open the door and like a little bit more and it'd be like a guy in the bed. I and had like, kind
0: of thought that that was gonna happen to be honest,
1: yeah, and too. we don't
0: actually know that it didn't happen, right yeah, we don't Go um, ahead. but also there was a bigger issue going on or a bigger thing,
1: yeah, um, so Lawrence got the job uh yeah. And He got a lot more
0: to, than a job, didn't
1: he? <laughs> I mean, we'll, we'll get to that, but he got the, he got the, he got the job, and he uh, at first we're like, "Oh, is the distance gonna, you know, affect what they have going on?" And they're like, "No, nah, we can work through it." But I'll say bye. She's willing down to possibly move to SF. Yep, yep. And I'm like, "Oh, you know, look at this growth. Like, yeah, maturity. maybe the show, maybe the show is going from insecure to secure. Who know? Like, Honestly. who would have thought?" took four seasons, but we got here. Um, And
0: and curveball.
1: Exactly. Oh, man. And so, uh, yeah.
0: So in in the midst of all that, like you said, you know, Issa and Lawrence are in a really positive, constructive place. Uh, You know, they're cracking jokes. And, you know, even, like, being open to, like, hey, you know, we're going to figure it out, but let's have a conversation. Let's talk about this. Like, I'm open to this, you know, blah, blah, blah and i thought that was very healthy and very, you know, positive to see. Um, but as we know, um i, I want to say it was before the whole thing happened with Tiffany, right? Yeah. Yeah, so you know, they're they're planning on hanging out and Lawrence comes over to the crib and has that look on his face.
1: No, it was i'm sorry, it was after. It was after. It was after.
0: Cuz she talked about
1: how she was up the whole night and she and she didn't get any sleep cuz she was trying to find Tiffany.
0: Ah right, and that's why they didn't hang out before that. Yeah. Right?
1: yeah, yeah. Yeah,
0: fair enough. But long story short, you know, what does Lawrence drop on her? That the chick that he was with before they got back together. Candola. Can uh canola oil um <laughs> is pregnant. Da-da-da. And she's keeping it. And she's keeping it. Also, just from an artistic point of view, the way they constructed that entire scene Liked was it. super well done. Super well yeah. done. It was just was, execution was phenomenal in this episode. But yeah.
1: Yeah. Um, so th- I think this is the part that kind of caused a lot of debate with amongst my friends and I've seen online. Yeah. It's a, lot, a, a lot of lines have been drawn in the sand. And I uh, feel like
0: even you personally have some lines where if like, that was a situation you were in, you would kind of be like, you know, not a huge fan, right?
1: Um, so, I don't, I don't like the switch up by Condola. Cause like, it's He's like, plain. okay, yeah. she came out, like she, when she started dating Lawrence, she was saying she's got a, a divorce.
0: Mm-hmm. Cause he, he wanted kids, right? Yeah. Cause he wanted yeah. kids,
1: right? But mean uh, but came up because uh, Condola's friend, Drunkly told Lawrence about conversations that Cadola had about him, and basically she saw him as a as a fling, and she's not looking for anything serious, anything long term, and she does not want kids, and she yeah. definitely doesn't want to get married again. Yeah. So Lawrence, at this point, you know, at this point, you know, it's been two seasons of him sleeping around and just dating, and he's looking for something more, you know, long term,
0: more tangible. Not, not, yeah.
1: yeah. Not saying that he wants to get married right away, but he wants to, you know, build towards something. Mm-hmm. And so that's that whole argument between them, and it's when Condola asked Lawrence that she does if Ethan didn't cheat, would she still be with him? Would yeah. he still be with her? And now uh, they break, they break up, and then now she's pregnant, but she didn't want she, she wasn't ready for a child with her husband, right? Right. She didn't want to, she, she didn't want a long distance thing. She didn't want to get married with him, but now all of a sudden, all of a sudden she you know wants to keep this baby. And that and it's definitely, you know, it's definitely her choice. Like,
0: of course. Of course. You
1: know, it's your body, you know, do what you want with it.
0: Yeah, exactly. But,
1: um not 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 but but um not not to say but
0: I know what she's uh, I, Lawrence... what you are saying? Yeah, if I if I'm picking up what you're putting down, it's really this idea of you know, before she was so gung ho on nothing serious with Lawrence, I don't want to have kids, you know. And of course, you know, people go... Feelings can change. Yeah, it's you, just you think interesting. having
1: a baby and now you're pregnant. Yeah,
0: yeah, and it's just interesting that now she's in this you know less than desirable situation, uh, but she's just like steadfast, like you know even when he mentioned it, she was like, like yes, it's yours, and I'm keeping it kind of thing, you know.
1: And see, and uh, then I thought it was, I would I would put myself in wrong shoes. If a <laughs> woman comes to me and says, wait, I mean you can be involved as you want. Like, you think like you think I'm a deadbeat? The fuck? Yeah, that's kind of wild. Like, don't like, don't insult me like that. Well, for
0: me, for me, it's like if I was in Lawrence's shoes, you know, I it's that Chris Rock bit always always sticks in my mind. Where it's like if a woman tells you like she's pregnant, the only real answer you can say is, "Well, what you going to do?" Because you can't. <laughs> Because if you say you should get rid of it and she keeps it, then that woman can hold that over you for the rest yeah. of your life and like say, Well, he didn't even want you, you know. And then it's just like, well, damn, that was messy. Right. Um, and but like Lawrence was instantly like, fuck. Like, and he just had that visible response, which I get it, but man, like I feel like you gotta like play it a little more G than that.
1: Yeah, so, yeah, for sure. For
0: especially sure. in a case where, like you said, she's like, Oh, well, you can keep it like you can be involved as you want, like that's dead. That's dead.
1: Even if he says, you know what, I'm good, and just pieces out, like she's gonna be like, like now nah, this
0: dude didn't yeah. want to be with, in his child's life
1: mm, exactly.
0: and shit. Exactly. So, that's, would you still move to San Francisco?
1: Uh, if the things lined up, yeah. See, I mean, I'm,
0: but that's like automatically like falling right into the quote unquote trap, right? Like. If okay. he's up in San Francisco, he can't be involved during that pregnancy. Okay. Well, weren't you just saying how he like,
1: like he can still be in his child's life. And uh, like 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 you said, SF is like what an hour flight from LA? It is, yeah. So, so like even if he wanted to like commute be- like three days a week or something like that, or, yeah. or or long weekends, he can still be in his child's life. Because he's not it's not like he's gonna be in LA. If he mm-hmm. stays in LA, it's not like he's gonna be in the shops like every single day. Cause he's not gonna be with her.
0: Yeah. So, I guess you could still make it work.
1: Yeah, it's not it's like he's moving tough. to to like Boston or something.
0: I, I guess part of me though is still like, even if it was with a a side thing like that, like, wouldn't you want to be there for your child's birth still?
1: Yeah, but he can still be. He can still be there for his child's birth.
0: I don't know, bro. That's just feel like that whole thing is stressful.
1: It is, but you have to make it work. So the the only other option is to be with her then. and obviously she's made it a point that she doesn't want to be with him.
0: Deep, so, okay, but if she switches up, do you think he would I, fall in that trap? I, she would switch I, up. I think she would switch up. I think she, she would.
1: Up. She would, and I wouldn't. I wouldn't, because you don't want to be with me. You, that means the only reason you want to be with me is because it's kid. But and does I, that mean I, stuff can't change? Like stuff can change. I'm good. You should never, you should never like stay together or even be together just because of a child. I mean, I, yeah, I, I agree logically. I agree logically, but. I'm putting, I'm putting my, am I, am I, am I, am going to put myself in this, in this situation. Yes. My parents got divorced when I was 20. Okay. I wish I wish it happened when I was like eight. Okay. Hold on. You wished it would have happened when you were eight. Yeah. Really? Because my parents were, were happier when they were divorced. And the the type of household that we lived in, I can tell my parents didn't really like. I, I can tell they stayed together for the kids. Huh,
0: Tuna, rath- that's a, I, that's I, a, r- j- that's a staggering have- thing to hear from you. That's a staggering thing to hear from you. And yeah. and, I, and I mean, I'm just trying to process. Right, I'm not I've- telling you. So your- so would, your- would you
1: would you rather have would you rather stay in a house rather live in a house where both your parents are fighting every night or see your parents happy? And just have to just go see your dad when he's, when he, when you can and see your mom when you can. And, and, the, and both your parents be happy and, and love you separately.
0: I'm, I'm not, I'm not necessarily, you know, trying to argue or, or the, the point because, you know, I, I personally cannot speak to anything. I personally can't speak to anything when it comes to, you know, a, a, a divorced household. Right. I both of my parents were together they're still together now and you know it's, it's of course it's not perfect but you know it's it's a suitable environment to raise kids in um but maybe this isn't a topic that I can speak on appropriately but i just struggle with the idea that you know 8 year old Tunde would agree with what you're saying now right like 8 year old Tunde would see his parents separating right? Uh, a disjointed household. Like, I feel like we all grew up thinking that our parents were the embodiment of what love should look like. And, you know, that's,
1: it's, I think that's not... It's it's tough. I think It's, it's, I, think tough. it's a, I think that's a naive statement.
0: What's a naive statement?
1: That everyone grew up thinking that their parents were embodiment of what love looks like. I, I never thought that in my household. And okay. we, can, we, can have a, we can have a conversation offline, but yeah. No, I'm listen. Gonna, I'm not, not going to put my yeah. business out
0: there, but no. Yeah, no, and listen, and I'm not, and, can, and that's, why, and that's and what I'm that trying to say. I'm I, trying to say that I'm not trying to speak about this out of turn because I don't know, right? Like, yeah. very clearly. Uh, and, you know, the truth of the matter is, if you're telling me that you would have wished your parents got a divorce, I'm going to be like, all right, nigga, that's, yes, your family, that's your life. It's just, it's just jarring for me to hear because I have talked to other friends whose parents did get separated when they were a young age, and it, it's a very, you know, uh, challenging thing that they had to cope with. Even if their were, parents were happy, you know, their natural selfish instincts are to be like, I want my family together. Mm. But that's your experience, and I'm yeah. not trying to discredit that at all. Damn, weren't we supposed to be talking about
1: TV? We were talking about TV. Okay, back to Damn. Condola. Ew. Back to Condola. Uh, <laughs> I, I, hopefully, you know, I, whatever happens with them, I hope, Issa and Lawrence find a way to work it out. I hope she does not end up with Nathan, because I am not team Nathan and Issa. I thought you were rocking with Nathan, no? He's cool. I don't want him and Issa to be together. Fair enough. I want him and Lawrence, I want her and Lawrence to be together.
0: Oof, man, but like... I know it's um, tough. I think it's
1: going to be rough. I
0: could see see Issa slipping up. I could see Issa slipping up because there's that insecurity, right, of you know, she's got to be reminded that Lawrence is about to have a baby on the way, and she's not the number one woman in his life at all times. At all times.
1: Yeah.
0: I Sometimes, canola oil is going to be more but important.
1: This, but then, if she, I don't know. I just feel like what, what would make for good TV or better TV? I think her and Nathan, I mean, her and at least her and Lawrence would make for better TV. And dealing yeah. with that, like, that, that her, her former friend who is now in the, the mother of her boyfriend, boyfriend's child, I think that makes for better TV.
0: Can we put a call out? Can we put out a call out to any of our female listeners or or other guys too? um, How would, if they were Issa, how would they feel? Or like, if any of our female listeners have been in a situation like that where they're dating a guy who has another woman pregnant, like how that...
1: I was actually texting my cousin earlier today or DMing her and she was telling me, because I reposted a Team Lawrence thing, and she was like, she actually had a situation like that earlier this year. Your cousin? Yeah. Tell your
0: cousin to, tell your cousin to share with her experience with us, bro.
1: I mean, she told me, I don't, yeah, I'll, I'll ask her to share. Yeah, tell
0: her to share it with us. Bro. Yeah. yeah, yeah. Um, but yeah, so, summer 16 podcast at gmail.com. We would love to hear that. Um, was there anything else that we didn't cover for that episode? Uh,
1: I think that's it. Uh, oh, uh, at the end, Molly, Molly, oh, and, Molly, yeah, Molly. and and um, Andrew. Uh, oh. it, it happened. They broke up. Did uh, they break up? Wait, wait, wait. He broke was up with her. Ex- ex- yes. Was that explicit? Yes. He said, like, what are you fighting for? Like, it's over. Like, I'm done. I'm tired. Remember, they were having an argument. Her phone rang, and she goes, and there's the whole thing with Tiffany. She so comes back the next day to his house, and then they have, like, the whole... She's like, I want to work things out. To say what to do, I go to consulate. and he's like, "What are you fighting for?" And then she looks like, and that's why she calls. That's why she calls East at the end, and they end up at dinner together because now they're both on the outs with their men, and now they're back together.
0: Am I just slow? Because I just thought that they were having an argument or like a, and then they need to like have a. They need to like just have a conversation about it.
1: No, they. She tried to. She tried to work it out. He's like, "No, what are you fighting for? I'm done."
0: Shout out to him, man. I don't think I'm that good at breaking up with people. I suck at it.
1: I am. Like if, you're done, if you're done, you're done.
0: um Yeah. See. And for me, it's more like a, I know I should be done, but I just think I'm dumb. Yeah.
1: yeah.
0: What I, you about to say? What I, you about to I, say?
1: I guess I'm. I'm. I'm definitely more more Andrew than anything.
0: Which is so interesting because I feel like. You are also way more flexible with the things that you will like, be okay with in situations that you can like, feel comfortable in. Whereas I am not. But when it comes to like ending stuff, I'm definitely much more flexible in just being like, oh, well, like I need to take some time and think about it, and I care about you, and I don't want to be.
1: I think it makes sense. Does it? Yeah, because 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 you're not as. You're not as flexible in things that you're willing to accept. Yeah, you have to have more leeway in another area. Versus, I, I, I am flexible with all the things that I'm willing to accept. But Facts. if you, if you if you go down this one thing, these what this narrow path of things yeah. that I was to accept, then
0: there's...
1: that rare that <laughs>
0: rare error that like, hey, you know, I can put up with damn everything except that motherfucker, and you did yeah. that, so you're dead to me. Exactly. Maybe I'm just stubborn as hell, and once I think something about somebody, it's hard for me to change my mind. But you know, that's a whole different can of worms. We need to have like some people on for a relationship episode, bruh, because that would be
1: ours. We we should have we should have two women on, two guys and two women.
0: Like or maybe, like, or maybe a
1: couple, us two guys, and then like another,
0: like another, like us two guys and then two women with us, or like
1: yeah, 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 yeah,
0: yeah, yeah. We got we to think about two good girls to have on. Maybe uh some other podcasters we know. Yeah. We'll brainstorm online. We don't want to give our show our hand too soon. Yep. We got some things I- in the works for you folks. Whew. all right, dog. So we we started off on a on a lighter note, but you know now it's time to uh, switch gears a little bit. Uh, as you alluded to in the intro. Um, phew this is the beginning, man. And it's not unrealistic to think that stuff kind of gets worse before it gets better. Um, but I think in light of the things that we're going to be talking about and the, the recent losses and deaths that, you know, we're just going to have some time to talk about now, not to say that these are the only ones, um, you know, let's kind of go over some of the things in the past week that we've been seeing and um I'll I'll pass it to you to talk about some of the stuff we've seen in Atlanta and LA and, and beyond. So go for it.
1: All right. <clears throat> so uh this past Saturday night, uh Atlanta police officer uh murdered Rayshard Brooks at a uh, in a Wendy's parking lot. <sighs> uh if you haven't seen it by now, I haven't seen actual footage. Uh, I haven't even seen the, the, the body cam footage, but basically he falls asleep in a, uh, Wendy's drive-thru after leaving his daughter's, uh, birthday party. Um, he, he was intoxicated, um, which, you know, I'm saying that not as an excuse, but just stating the facts and, you know, the officers kind of pulled him over. he, basically talks to the officers and uh struggle ensues. He runs away and gets shot three times in the back and he dies. Uh, the officer who shot him has been fired. The other officer on the, on the scene has been placed on administrative duty. Police chief resigned. Uh, people are asking for the resignation of the mayor, Keisha Bottoms. That was on where I will go to on Sunday morning. Yeah. Uh, so, outside of that, there has been a string of what authorities are calling suicides, but uh, comical. Yeah, um, you know, we talked about we talked about well, how
0: say what they are first, right? Yeah, they're calling yeah,
1: them so we call suicides, but they a, a rash of people of color. I'm saying people of color um, because it's it's been. Black people, but it's also an Hispanic question as well, um, have been found uh, hanging from trees. Um, So in California, uh, two men, uh, Robert Fuller and Malcolm Harsh, both uh, found hanging uh, from a tree. Uh, Houston Chronicle also reports in Houston, uh, a Hispanic man, this morning was also found hanging from a tree.
0: And I literally yeah. just sent that to you before we sat down to record.
1: Yeah. Like Absolutely. that article.
0: This is happening now. Like as we're <laughs> trying to do this shit. Jesus If
1: you're keeping track, that's two in California, one in Houston. Um, uh, June 9th, a uh, pedestrian was walking in Fort Tyrant Park in Manhattan and found a another black man hanging from a tree. Um, so, um, if we are keeping track, again, that is uh, two in California, one in uh, Houston, one in New York or Manhattan.
0: Oh, but but there's more.
1: There's more. And in uh, South um, in South Africa... Oh, I'm sorry. I don't want to... In Manhattan, the man's name was Dominique Alexander. I want to say his name. Yeah, um, say his name. Uh, so, uh, as, as we said, <laughs> there's another case. In South Africa, a pregnant woman, uh, her name is Tes- Teshko Fatso Pule, and she was eight months pregnant. Uh, they found her hanging from a tree but on top of that, she had stab wounds in the chest as well. So uh, this one clearly was not a, a uh, suicide. A suicide. Because you, you, don't, you, don't, yeah. you don't stab yourself in your chest and then and then uh, hang yourself. But
0: I, w- I wonder if they pull a Brianna Taylor and say that there were no injuries to the body.
1: Ex- exa- exactly.
0: Jesus Christ.
1: Um, but so again, keeping score two in California, one in Houston, one in New York, and one in South Africa.
0: Uh, in addition to the thing in
1: Atlanta. In, in, in addition to, um, in, in, in to
0: Atlanta. Yeah, Richard Brooks. And, you know, if I can throw one more, uh, story to the party, um, you know, there was the, uh, I, I think it was just Sunday, or, or it was updated today, actually, um, there was the Black Lives Matter activist, the 19-year-old, uh, 19-year-old girl Olawotoyin Salau, S-A-L-A-U Salau, um, along with 75-year-old Victoria Sims. Their bodies were found um, after they had been missing for a week. Um, sorry, yes, yeah, a 19-year-old Black Lives Matter activist. And she had posted a tweet a week ago saying that she was being sexually assaulted. Uh, she went missing, and her she's been found dead in Tallahassee um, about a week later. Um, so, yeah. <laughs> I'm not even trying to keep score anymore, but goddamn, dude, uh, yeah, it's uh it's, it's gut wrenching, and uh, I'm gonna. I need a second, so I'm gonna let you kind of go first on your thoughts, because it just my stomach hurts. Uh,
1: I'm gonna, I'm gonna start in the order which we started. Uh, sharp Brooks. What bothers me is when I think we're gonna talk about this later on in the in the in the episode, but where it's easy for like these corporations and people who are allies to kind of put one foot in and one foot out, and you know, give lip service to um, the, the the phrase "Black Lives Matter." But for 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 black people, like this shit, like it's never it's twenty four hours a day. It never ends. Like it's it's a lifetime commitment. You can't you can't like step away from it even if you wanted to. And I said to say while while we're still mourning or um protesting or just dealing with our emotions over you know Breonna Taylor and George Floyd and. Anyone else who's who who's been murdered, here comes another one. Like, like you don't have a chance to like grieve to, to grieve if, before another one happens. And it's it's one thing, like it's one thing. I know that you know Black Lives Matter. It's it talks it talks about like one of the main things about it is, you know, the police. Uh, or the state is is killing us, and without repercussions. But Black Lives Matter means, you know, all Black lives matter, right? Like no yes. matter, no matter how, you know, uh, those lives are are taken from us
0: mm-hmm. or perceived, right? Like yeah, you know.
1: So look, I think you know so, some people, even within our own community, even within black within the blackness, some people don't value gay gay Black lives the same as 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 heterosexual trans
0: trans black lives lives. they're the two trans uh, trans men that died in the last week as well right that we didn't even mention those stories so far I thought
1: they are trans women
0: I don't want to miss I don't want to say it wrong but there were two trans black people that were killed you know yeah
1: yeah and then like there's some people who don't value value, like black women the same way as, as black men yeah so like if you're gonna say black lives matter like that includes Everyone under that umbrella, if you're black, your life matters. So, again, I say that to say that, um, looking at uh, uh, Toyin's, Toyin's death, yeah, it wasn't a cop who did that, it. it was a cop who sexually assaulted her. Mm-mm. I'm pretty sure the the woman in South Africa, it wasn't a cop who did it now. We can have a conversation about, you know, like in, the uh, intra intra uh, inter violence um, or uh, crime that's done. I I, I don't want to bring up the what about black or black crime. I understand that that uh, that police do kill us, but we're also keep, like killing uh, killing each other as well. So there's a saying on Twitter that a lot of men get mad at that that men are trash but men are trash like men men like not not you not I but, but the overall overarching like you look at like people who kill trans people it's not women who are killing trans people it's men sure,
0: sure. it's not
1: it's not it's not it's not women who are out here killing killing other women for the most part it's it's men. So
0: I'm gonna, I'm gonna, I'm, I'm sorry, Tunde. I need to, I need to cut you off really quick, man. Yep, go ahead. I, I, and I, and I, and I get what you're saying. Um, like, okay, yeah, men do fucked up shit. Um, you know, and and I think in the black community, there does need to be a larger conversation of, you know, even like to what you're, you know, getting to, which is all Black Lives Matter, whether it's trans, LGBTQ. Um, You know, straight, uh, anything under the umbrella, all the lives matter, whether you're poor, wealthy, famous, insignificant in the eyes of society, like all your lives matter. Um, But when we're talking about, you know, these cases that we're seeing right now, right, obviously we have the police brutality situation. But let's not forget the Ahmad Arbery's of the world who you just have two random white guys in their neighborhood who want to take the law into their own hands. You know, I'm hard pressed to believe that any of these hanging cases that we're seeing um, are done by police officers, right? Like, it's this this empowerment of a group of entitled people that, you know, when they see these code words, when they loot, we shoot type shit, now they want to take action into their own hands and go about doing these sorts of things to a group of folks, right? Like Toyin was sexually was was saying that she was being sexually assaulted and shows up dead a week later, you know, and like, I don't want to just like I don't. The only reason why I cut you off is that I want to go down this road like, oh, it's like men are the problem. Like, OK, uh, yes,
1: no, I, I'm not saying it's just men. I'm saying the overarching theme is that we can focus on more than one thing at a time. Right. Yes. Cops are a problem. Let's get rid of the cops. But at the same time, while we're talking about getting rid of the cops, we like we're screaming, we're screaming uh, George Floyd's name, about Arbery's name, rightfully so, right? Breonna but, Taylor's name. But yeah. Breonna Taylor is not getting her name is not getting screamed as loud. I don't think so. It it's, it has to be a, a major push to say say her name louder. Say there's a reason why say her name is a thing because yeah, I, yeah. it seems like it seems like when whenever. Like black black men die, right? Like, it, it the whole community values behind that 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 person, right? Mm-hmm. But when black women die, is it doesn't seem like the voices come as loud. Or when black trans lies, or black trans person dies, it doesn't seem like the, uh, a lot of the community comes and, and supports th- that person as well. Fair, yeah. So my yeah. whole thing is we we need to look at um, all of like them. The, all yeah. all I mean, of we, them the same. Yeah. yeah. We we can we can walk and two come at the same time, and I think yeah. that. That uh, in talking about like the Ahmaud Arbery case, or or try to get the cops prosecuted that that, that killed George Floyd, we can also focus our attention other places as well. That's why yeah. I brought up those other cases as well, because like I said, the, the Toyin thing, like like I said, it wasn't. I, I'm going to go out on a limb and say that it wasn't a cop who who sexually assaulted her. Right. So. Uh, who was it then? Yeah. So that, that's that's my whole thing.
0: No, and I mean, I, I think you make a, a so maybe I was just losing you when you were starting off, but I think you make a valid point, right? Like, and and we've said it again, and I'm going to say it again, all Black lives matter, right? Like, and so we can't pick and choose when we want to be up in arms uh, about a situation, right? Like, these are all issues. Uh, when we come, when it comes to like the legislation and stuff like that, like there needs to be reform across the board. I am, you know, glad to see that we're talking about, you know, defund the police and, you know, all these other things and reinvest money into neighborhoods and, and you know, education and give people alternatives and, you know, ways to live a a more meaningful life. But God damn it, Toonday. like you you said it at the beginning. You don't even have your time to wrap your head around one fucking thing before the next one hits you over the face. Everybody is up in arms about police brutality, and it's not the fucking police hanging, lynching motherfuckers, right? Like, these are lynchings. Everybody wants to be sitting here watching these documentaries on Netflix and shit now talking about how you got people dying in this, you know, in this late slave years and the fucking, you know, Jim Crow South and shit. This is 20 fucking 20. And you're hanging people from
1: trees. Shit is watched me, and then the fact like, that dog, I'm, I'm getting hot. it's a suicide. This was a suicide. That one was a suicide. This was a suicide. Get the fuck out of here! I'm not gonna believe that shit. I'm sorry. I, like, there's no. Like, what's the saying? If 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 it if it looks like a duck, it quacks like a duck. Then it's a fucking duck. Like America has shown me two people who it in is.
0: California.
1: Two people, like, hippy-dippy fucking
0: California, two people hung?
1: Manhattan. Manhattan, bro? I mean, Texas. I'm gonna go hang myself in a, in, a, in, a, in a park. Like, no, I'm not buying it. I'm sorry. What? And with the technology and shit
0: that we have, there's a goddamn camera on every corner? Oh, but we we think it's a suicide. We don't know who... Oh, man, they under- Fuck out of here, G. But the KKK isn't a isn't a terrorist organization.
1: Shit's wild to me, yo. Like,
0: the FBI hasn't had an investigation on the KKK, not a
1: meaningful one. Like just think about just in the month of in the month of June. I'm hot in the month of June. Think about all the shit, like as a black person. Think about all the shit you wake up and have to think about. Before it was like, damn we talked about this on the episode. Now, now I'm extra worried about if I wasn't already worried before, now I'm extra worried about me running and, you know, somebody come after me while I'm running. Now, and then after that, I'm looking at fucking every police officer like, would you be the one to put your knee on my neck? You feel me? And, and now I'm like, shit, if I take my dog for a walk too late at night, am I going to, if people are going to wake up in the morning and see my body shrunk up from a tree? Like, the fuck like right
0: okay so i'm gonna come clean today and i know we talk about you know trying to do better and not exposing ourselves to this kind of stuff and we will go over this again later but i did see the body cam footage of the richard brooks uh thing and honestly it was an accident um somebody had posted it and i was like oh what's this video like okay let me check this out and you had called me that morning told me about what happened and i was like oh let me make sure i don't go searching for this shit and then it just randomly popped up and I'm just like watching this video. Somebody posted. I'm like, oh, man, like this guy is like hella respectful. He's just like he's like, yes, sir. Like, no, sir. Um, you know, I, I, I made a mistake. Like I have been drinking a little bit. Like I had a couple drinks like, you know, I realized I was messed up. Like I, I pulled my car over here into this parking spot and I was just going to sleep it off. Like, honestly, sir, you know, I'm going to just leave my car here. I can just walk down the street. My 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 daughter, my my baby mom's crib is just right. My aunt's crib is up the street. I'm just, I can just walk there. I, I'm sorry, I shouldn't be doing nothing. Like, let me just walk on home. I'm gonna leave my stuff here, and I don't want no problems from nobody. And they're going and giving him a hard time and asking him a bunch of questions. He's trying to comply as best as he can. And the video cuts off when they they he he blows into the thing. And the guy just tries to arrest him and he like struggles while he arrests, like he's like struggles while he's trying to arrest him, And then that's must be where he runs away and then gets shot. Right. Um, but I didn't see that part of it and God, thank you. I didn't because, um, I would be somewhere like losing my goddamn mind, but, um, it's, it's, it's too much. It's too much. It's too much. Um, and so, if I can just flow on into um, the next thing, because I think it's a part of a broader conversation. Uh, yeah. You and I, you and I watched the uh, Dave Chappelle, the recent Netflix. I don't even want to call it special, um, but um, conversation he had. Um, so, what were your thoughts? What were your takeaways after watching it?
1: Yeah, same as yours. I don't think I wouldn't call it a special. I wouldn't even call it a, like a comedy. It's him just having. It seemed like a history lesson, to be honest, like, uh, or commentary on on history and the state of America today. Uh, I thought it was interesting. One the setup of how they had it, like it was outside and they had it spaced off, and and the first thing that I thought about was. Uh, the thing that, that stood out was him and the, uh, Don Lemon kind of calling out different celebrities saying why aren't they saying anything and he was saying basically this is, this movement right here belongs to the people the sh- people in the street and no one needs to hear from Dave Chappelle right now on this and I, and I thought that was that was spot on because uh, it was something we were going to talk about today and I was like I don't really care about that a sub-celebrity. Mm-hmm. Um, I forget who it was. But I yeah, 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 yeah. yeah. <laughs>
0: Beyonce, I mean, yeah. like,
1: yeah, she wrote a letter and I'm like, okay, fine. But, like, I don't, I'm not really checking for what any celebrity is doing right now. And, um, so I thought that was, you know, pretty spot on. Um, overall, the, the other parts that stood out to me were the two things he talked about was the 8.46, 8 minutes and 46 seconds. And it talked about that because it kind of hit home for him because that's the time he was born um eight forty six mm-hmm. in the morning. And then uh he talked about Kobe Bryant and um the day he died because he was born on August 24th. Yep. Kobe Bryant's numbers. Um but overall, uh I thought uh he talked about I forget uh Chris Chris Doug Chris I'm gonna butcher his name. I forget his name. The officer who killed um what the manifesto in California who killed Oh, the black guy. Yeah, yeah, and killed um, all the other officers.
0: Yes, he and was he a former military guy. Yeah, the yeah. former
1: military guy.
0: Yeah, who went on the yeah, yeah.
1: But he talked about that and and why he decided to do and, and why the guy in Dallas decided to both kill police officers and they were both ex military because they've been trained to to fight terrorism and basically the, the police officer the police police in America are terrorists. The, the point he was making. So overall, I. I I thought
0: it was good. What would you think? Yes. So, you know, I think you touched on a lot of the points. Um, you know, one thing that really stood out to me is, like, I think what he put out wasn't what he intended to start with. Um, you know, just from watching it, like, I was watching his, like, body language, and he's fidgeting the entire time. Like, he, he can't sit still, and he keeps opening his book as if he's looking for what he was trying to say. But then as soon as you start talking about any of this, like the rage and just the overall anger just pours out. Um, and, you know, just recently, like by no means are we on the 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 platform of Dave Chappelle, but I think back to like those feelings of, you know, how when we did the um, the bonus episode and it's like, you know, you and I, like it took us almost just as much time just to organize something. So we didn't just get on here and just spew like just venom for hours. Right. Like, yeah, it's, it was so hard to try to sit here and have a constructive conversation when there's so much disgust, anger, hurt, helplessness, fear, sadness, you name it um, as the backdrop. I mean, God damn it, Toonday. like even not even five minutes ago on this podcast, like I felt my blood boiling. Right, you and I, we we sat down days ago to talk about what we wanted to do. We sat down and we're like, "All right, man, we want to talk about this." And da da da. And this morning, more shit's popping up. Just an hour ago, more shit's popping up. And you know, I don't really think of myself as an emotional person, but like, you can only put up with so much before you start to crack, right? Like. Um, and I, and I do feel like it is that I do feel like as a society, as a people, you know, we're being pushed to a limit of snapping and you and I aren't former military, you and I aren't, you know, trained, but you can imagine for other folks, they will respond just as you said, as that guy, um, was it Chris Daughtry? Was that his name, um, in, in California and then the other guy in Dallas, like, they snap and they do go on like you know ter- terrifying sprees. Uh and it's and it's hard to it's hard to reconcile in any sort of logical way. Um and so all, all in all, like yeah, I Chris, do have
1: uh, Chris Dorner.
0: Chris Dorner, yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh Chris Dorner. And even, even on top of that, uh he talked about the story of uh, what's his name? Something the third. Uh oh, what was his name? The guy who got shot in Walmart with the BB gun today. John uh, Crawford. John Crawford the Third. The police officer who pulled over Dave Chappelle was the same one who killed John Crawford the third.
1: And he pulled him over the day before.
0: He pulled him over the day before. Like what? That that does something to a, a person. And in in I and I can't remember if he talked about it on the special or if he talked about it in, in some other thing I saw. But he was saying how, like, you know, Dave Chappelle is like, he's like, oh, you know, give me your license and registration, blah, blah, blah. And Dave Chappelle is like, you know, sir, uh, I'm going to reach into my thing for my identification. You know, I'm just letting you know I'm not armed, blah, blah, blah. And he's like, I know who you are, Dave Chappelle. And he's like, well, then why do I need to give you my fucking license and registration? Like, what? What do you want from me, you know? And it's that power trip. It's that ego shit um, that it's just poison, man. It, it really, it, it's it's really just, it's hard, man. And to see all these, you know, black faces and, you know, even uh, faces of color at this point um, under a full scale attack. And the worst part of it is you have some sect of this country who wants to justify it in some way, for lack like of better word, or to say, "Oh no, that's not the case." Like, no, 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 no. Like, people are good, and I don't believe that that's what's really going on. Or, what's the fucking acronym that people are doing? People saying that this is all a conspiracy. Have you seen this?
1: No, I don't even want to know. Uh-uh.
0: Bruh, one of my, one of my, one of my friends. She hit me up. Saying that somebody sent her some fucking videos and articles of some bullshit ass right wing propaganda saying that all of this is a conspiracy theory. That the that the uh, police officers in Minneapolis that are arrested aren't actually the ones who were a part of the case. And uh So our eyes are lying to us? Bro, like We didn't we didn't
1: see it on video?
0: They're saying if you watch that video that George Floyd's legs disappear and it's a edited, doctored up video and it's all bullshit.
1: You know what? I'm not surprised because if people can say that Sadie Hook was a conspiracy, right. then they'll say anything is a conspiracy. Oh, it's, right. it's, it's
0: it's Q-A-N-O-N. Q-A-N-O-N. Have you heard of this cute Quanon? No. no. You don't even want to look it up. It's going to get you hot. No, I don't. It's going to get you I'm,
1: hot. I'm tired of people in general. I'm just tired. Uh, <laughs> Speaking of being tired of people,
0: you know, we even, um, we we kind of talked about this off air, but I mean, it's this thing that I've been playing with, this idea of like social media, right? And how one, I'm sick and tired of it. Um. Two, like I appreciate the sentiment and like, like the shit's nice or whatnot, Um, but I also I feel like there's there's this fine line that most people aren't aware of, where some of it can be really good and informative and you know eye opening, and then the other part is it does like very real damage. You know, have you thought about this? Like, where do you kind of stand on that sort of statement?
1: Um, I think depending on how you on how you you use social media, uh, it can fall either way. Like, for instance, there's certain apps, right? Like, uh, I spend most of my time as far as social media, I spend most of my time on uh, Instagram or Twitter. There's some weeks when I look at at my stats for the week. You know, Apple, I mean, iPhone sends you to like, your stats, your phone usage. There's some weeks I spend one to two minutes on Facebook, and that's and that's on purpose. Right. Because I think uh, Facebook is the most toxic place ever, um, and if I if, if I log on to Facebook enough, I'll see opinions and people who, more than likely, are uh, being a group of people who I find out are transphobic, who are homophobic, who are Trump supporters, and I'm just like, all right, let me get, let me just turn off my notifications for this, and I'll just only go on to do stuff for the podcast. And that's it. But yeah, I think it can go either way.
0: Well, so I wasn't even talking about it from that aspect for me, but I think you do raise a good point, uh, where shit, it almost becomes a mental health, uh, sort of thing where it's like, you know, some of that just negativity maybe, um, is uninvited, especially in, in times of like real loss and grieving and hurt. Right. Um, but man, I was, you know, processing it for myself as, you know, there is an influx of seeing black bodies as corpses. And so I feel like there's some level of association such that, you know, before you're seeing black folks as hypersexualized um you know, very macho machismo type thing, criminals, and now you're seeing them as dead bodies. And I don't imagine that that's constructive, you know, as no. as 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 important as it is, you know, to see, you know, the George Floyd eight minutes forty six seconds, him, people watching him take his last breath to spark people into action, when now you have it where every Fucking day, someone is consuming an image of a black person as a corpse. Um, what does that do? What does that do to your psyche? It so fucks mine up.
1: The the last time I I saw, well, I I said on this podcast that I I did watch the George Floyd murder, mm-hmm. but before then, the last time I watched, um, I watched a. Black person being killed on camera was, or being seen a black body, was uh, Mike Brown. I don't, yep. I don't know if you remember. They left Mike Brown's body like yep. on that street for like four hours. Yep. And I told myself after that, like, I would never like watch something like that ever again. Yep. And we talk about, I know we talk about social media, but the crazy thing is, a lot of times, like quote unquote news outlets. Also, don't have a problem publishing this, Yeah. or, or, or showing these videos. Yeah, and, and it sucks because, like, I, I'll be hard pressed to think that, or to believe that that, that a, a white person would get killed on camera and they would show the video. Like, uh, there was a Minnesota police officer who killed a white woman, a black or yeah, a black police officer who killed a white woman, and he's in jail now. He's mm-hmm. one of the few. One of few officers ever has been convicted of a murder, and there was body cam footage. They don't want to show that. They want to show why women get murdered. Well, that's exactly
0: my that's exactly my point, right? Like it's it's this larger thing where you know we have no problem showing you dead in the fucking streets, and I'm even I'm and I don't want to you know derail you here, but. You know, it's just to this idea that, you know, okay, let me let 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 me take off my, you know, hey, you know, hey, white people, I appreciate you, you know, waking the fuck up. Let me take my hat off really quick. Um, You know, you got everyone being woke as fuck right now. And everyone wants to go watch, you know, the 13 documentary and they want to go, you know, read books about racism in America. And they want to go, you know, see all these images for the first time. And this is the first time that they've seen Emmett Till's face, um, you know, after his mother had the open casket. And, well, hey, man, this is all, you know, super great. I'm glad you're educating yourself. You are consuming... Black death. Like, you're consuming that. Those are the images that you are seeing. And and sharing, right? Everyone's sharing this out. And so, you know, the same way you're talking about how some people would never post a, a, a video or an image of, like, a white person being in that predicament, now you have a mass influx of that is the image you're seeing of black folks. And you don't have any other positive images.
1: But you know why? Because our life isn't... Even... If, when people call themselves trying to spread information in a positive light, it just shows, even still, how our lives aren't as valued yep. as other lives.
0: It's dehumanizing, I think, is the word, right? Yeah,
1: and and it numbs you to like to seeing us in that position.
0: That's a good word. That's exactly what it's desensitizing and numbing people, right? Because okay. it's like once you've consumed it enough, it's like. The next time you see it, it don't really phase you that much anymore.
1: Yeah.
0: I mean, shit, that's the fight. That's the fight that I struggle with all the time. Like the, the more I sit here and look at it, it's like, it's only natural to just be like, Oh, not again. Oh, there it is again. You know, I mean, shit, you and I see this stuff and, you know, we, we've even had a conversation. It's, it's like, okay, you know, I appreciate everybody getting on board this movement. Um, but like y'all kind of late to the party and and let me just pref like let me just put this out there i don't want my thoughts and words to be misconstrued i think that this is necessary and i think that it is an important time for people to be aware and become educated but also recognize that it is a privilege to learn about racism and systematic oppression compared to having to live it so forgive your black and brown friends if they don't want to watch all the the shows that you want to watch and read all the books that you want to read right now because they know what the fuck is in it they just don't know the details all the time but we fucking know i can predict every goddamn minute of just mercy if i had to you know it's a good movie I recommend it if y'all want to watch that shit, but I know how that motherfucker go. I know. It's every black
1: movie like that. Like, and, and, you want to know why we why we know how the movie's gonna um, end or how the movie's gonna go before we even watched it? Because it happens every fucking day. Every every jail, this, you can pick a jail. This yeah. my, there's there are countless. Black people in there
0: that are either innocent or have been over over prosecuted yep yep no I just saw that there's a Khalif uh Kalief Browder um documentary on Netflix yeah yeah right?
1: I think I think JC did it, did it oh really
0: oh did he yeah so yeah, yeah. okay and and so mind you like I had heard about this years ago
1: mm-hmm.
0: you know what I'm saying and like and you know for people who aren't necessarily aware of his story um you know uh, and, and correct me if i'm wrong Tunde, but he was basically um convicted of a crime that he did not do was
1: it was like a, a robbery a laptop like, uh, still a laptop off a backpack or, yeah.
0: yeah yeah yeah. it was like a robbery of some sort he was convicted of a crime that he didn't do
1: no no no, no. sorry yeah he was never convicted what do you mean he, he couldn't afford the bail or well, he kept pushing his, he kept pushing his trial back so it, so like kept him in jail if I ever uh, have a trial
0: right oh yeah but he was in jail for like yeah, right exactly you no, you're right basically he was in he was in prison he couldn't make bail he was there for years he didn't take the plea deal because the plea deal would then mean that he had to he had to um you know be convicted of a crime right Yeah, he chose a not felon. to do that yeah he would been a felon um He's in jail for years in Rikers, right? Which is one of the most notoriously dangerous jails in the U S in the world, potentially. Yeah. Um, he's in gang fights. He's in a bunch of shit. He finally gets out because the DNA evidence, you know, at the time the technology advanced, the DNA evidence proves that he was innocent. And, you know, a couple years after he's released, um, and all the struggles that he had to deal with, the mental health issues, he kills himself. Yep. Now, again, it's a great story that documents the issues with the bail system in America and, you know, all these other issues when it comes to prison and reform and all that shit, blah, blah, blah. Um, But right now, seeing another instance when you weren't previously aware of it, it's desensitizing. It is... it's, It's... Detrimental, and I can't watch this. Stuff. I can't, I can't. You know, Russell Westbrook is making a documentary on the uh bombings of Black Wall Street in, in, in Oklahoma. It's probably gonna be fire, it's probably gonna be incredible, amazing. I can't watch that shit. Well,
1: I've like, I can't, I learned, I learned about Black Wall Street like in middle school. Like, I'm, yeah, I'm, I'm, I'm. Like, I'm tired. Okay, I I guess the overarching like message of this podcast is I'm fucking tired. Um,
0: Damn! Remember when we started this like episode and we were like, "Oh, insecure."
1: Yeah, like (laughs) I think that's why shows like Insecure are so important
0: because
1: it it shows black people just being regular and having regular ass problems. Like our lives shouldn't be consumed by. Am I going to live today?
0: Yeah.
1: Why can't I why can't I just be regular? Why
0: can't I have regular problems? I had a I had a thought. I had this thought that, you know, and I would love to put a poll up to people, but I think black people are the greatest entertainers. Only because our existence revolves around this need to say, hey man everything around me is shit in this moment. I want to make you laugh or I want to make you smile or I just want to have just an ounce of peace, just, just a moment of peace. And I become, as I become older, I become increasingly aware of how invaluable that peace, that safety, that security what it means to me because when i walk out my front door it's gone and the people that i keep close to me if i don't have that with them then i might as well have nothing because it can all be lost tomorrow right yeah <sighs> damn man didn't we, we i swear we said that we was going to try to like Keep a positive spin on shit. Didn't we say that? We tried. Yeah, we did. We tried.
1: I don't know. I mean, I'm pretty sure by the time this comes out, something <laughs> else something horrible else is, is going to happen. Oh, so according toonday. to Monday night, I guarantee you. All right. I mean. Oh, fucking tune day.
0: Oh, man. Oh, but, man. Um,
1: yeah. So this is a never ending conversation. So we can just oh, go ahead and kind of man. kind of move on to like the. Okay. Hold on. The, hold, the on hold, hold on. Hold sh- on. Let's try
0: something really quick. Let's try something really quick. Okay? And I'm going to let you go first. In light of all that we talked about, can you think of one positive thing that we can leave this conversation with? I put you on the spot, but...
1: Uh, No. Sorry. Sorry. I don't I don't have anything positive from what we just talked about. No. There's nothing positive about it. Oh, okay. Maybe positive. Uh welcome welcome white people and allies who have now woken up. Maybe you can be the change. I don't know. <laughs> that's 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 all I got. Uh, I'm glad I'm I'm glad this this has a walking, uh some people.
0: Yeah.
1: Um, if anything.
0: Yeah. Oh my God. As I'm sitting here, bro, as I'm sitting here, you know how like Apple will send you like news notifications and shit? Yeah. Literally, the one that just popped up on me on from USA Today is cashing in on George Floyd. T shirt, pillows, shoes, and even underwear are available for purchase, some of it through Amazon. Are you fucking kidding what? me? Are you fucking kidding me? Right, that's real I... life shit. That's yeah, real life I'm, shit. All right. I'm, I'm, I'm not. I, can't, uh, I can't that's real life. This is real life right now. This is real life right now. Um, and so okay, hold on, so let me try. Let me try really quick and then we're gonna get to our our uh, waxing hypothetical. Um, I will piggyback on what you said. Um, and I will issue a challenge. Okay, I will issue a challenge. you know, I appreciate everyone who has the heart to learn and grow. And, you know, be aware of this stuff. I can't say that it's all your fault that you weren't, you know, introduced to a lot of this stuff. Because quite frankly, in my education system as well, it's not like these things were brought to light every day. I don't blame you. Um, But my challenge is, you know, a lot of people are really scared to talk about shit. And, you know, it's really uncomfortable and it's, you know, un- it's uneasy because you don't know if you're going to say the right thing or the wrong thing or blah, blah, blah. I'm going to say to you, don't overthink it. Um, At the time that we are in now, we all need to show a little bit of empathy. We all need to show a little love and care. And if that's hard for you, get over it because it's hard for everybody and we ain't got time for to be living in fear because quite frankly, your worry of, you know, saying the wrong thing isn't necessarily going to be looked at as sympathetically as the fear of what it is to exist in this country as a person of color. Ish Was that heavy? Did I just kind of go hard?
1: Yeah, that wasn't, that wasn't. That was, I guess, the most positive you can come up with.
0: Did I go hard right there? I tried no. to say care. I tried no, to.
1: That's fine. Fuck it. Like. I tried you, to... you using words, and if they get if they get upset at that, then fuck it. Imagine how we feel living our <laughs> lives. <I don't laughs> mean, fuck about your feelings. Anyways, um. Oh yeah. We need. So, we need.
0: We need like a. We need like a, a audio drop here to be like. Like the fairy tale sounds, like doo 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 doo, like waxing <laughs> hypotheticals. This <laughs> is the segment where we like to think deeply about something that maybe
1: you shouldn't think that deep about,
0: but we like to do it anyway.
1: We need a fucking sound sound actor or mm-hmm. a voice actor.
0: Dollar sign summer sixteen pod.
1: Uh <laughs> 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 <On> cash App. <laughs> uh, okay, so this week's wax hypothetical. I was on. On Facebook, you know, for my daily two minutes or whatever on Facebook. And I, uh, the first post that came to my feed uh, was... I'm not going to say her name because I didn't... I don't know if she wants me to share, but anyways. it's a It says, here's a thought experiment for black men. But I think you can open this up to anyone. Yeah. Just think. It says, if you have to choose between giving up your race... Becoming a white man, or giving up your sex, becoming a black woman, which would you choose? So, if you listen to this, would you rather give up your 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 race or your sex? Which one would you choose? And do you want to go first, or should I go first? Um,
0: since I know where you stand, I think I'm gonna go first. Is that if that's okay with you?
1: Yeah, that's that's fine.
0: Um. And I'll give my short answer, and then if you care, I can expand on it. Okay. Ugh, I just feel gross. I I wanna start by saying I feel gross. Okay. Okay. Because my heart says, my heart says I would all day want to be a black woman. All day. My heart says. Okay. Because I think, you know, I think about the man I am today. The reason why I am able to, you know, share my experience with others and feel comfortable and confident with who I am, I think is directly tied to the black women in my life, whether it's my mother, whether it's my aunts, whether it's, you know, some of the friends that I hold nearest and dearest to my heart, all incredible black women that I respect and admire and ...and have the highest regard for it. Yep. That's what my heart says. Okay. But my head says... ...give me some motherfucking privilege, please. Because it would be sunshine, bubbles, and rainbows... ...if I could just have regular-ass problems... ...and be a white man... I would even like want to be like, you know, like like a Bradley Cooper, you know, like a motherfucking Justin Timberlake. You know, a little bit of cultural appropriation. You know, I'm not super proud of it, but you know, black folks will still fuck with me. You know, I could I could, you know, have some fly sneakers, you know, be cool, maybe be one of the air quotes good ones. But damn, man, like that just it just It's gut-wrenching to think. It's gut-wrenching to think that even I acknowledge my own level of, what's the word, Uh, Mm brainwashedness that would see white as just an overall better experience in life. And that's why I'm absolutely gutted by this question. Yeah? Uh,
1: So, you're not alone. Because as I was perusing the comments under that post, a lot of men felt the exact same way. Uh. How do I feel?
0: Do you love how I said Bradley Cooper was one of the air quotes good ones? I thought that was kind of funny. Keep
1: going. (laughs) (laughs) Uh, I... Heart and mind, I am choosing to be a black woman. Dope. Um, I wouldn't want to be anything but black. Dope. Uh, as I think we had this this conversation in our text group.
0: Yeah. Uh,
1: no matter, you know, like you know, with intersectionality, you know, there's there are different uh, forms of of uh, discrimination mm-hmm. you know you have discrimination against against um disabled people you have discrimination against yeah. trans people against yeah. discrimination based on your on your sex so yeah. uh me being a black man i don't I don't a black heterosexual man I don't experience discrimination based on my on my sex or on my sex or my sex or my sexuality
0: exactly yeah
1: a black woman would just works will experience discrimination based on her sex and also on her race. Yeah. So she's she has like a like a double hit right there. Mm. Even though it may be in a in society we live in, it's harder to be a black woman. Yeah. I, I'm still choosing that. Sure. Sure. Um, simply because
0: black women are dope as
1: fuck. Yeah, black women is dope as fuck. Being black is dope as fuck, and it's dope as fuck. It, it's, yeah. it's, it's it's hard. It's hard. It's a hard life. It is. We, it, it is. Like, if you listen to it so far, we talked about how hard it is being black in this, <laughs> in this world. But I'm still not trading it in uh, because I know what it's like to be black, and I can handle that. Um, And I'm picking that 10 times yeah. out of 10.
0: Nah, man. Honestly, like, you know, you bring up a very good point, too, because, you know, the same way that, you know, I think it would make sense to want, you know, just an overall, air quotes, easier life, right? By no means am I saying it's easy just to be anything, but, like, to not have to worry about some of the issues that you might have to deal with every day due to the color of your skin, you're 100% right, though, that I think that any of those um, struggles or hardships build just an incredible character. Like, you know, the... I've always, I've always described it. And like, you know me too, like I don't discriminate dating anybody or talking to anybody. I don't discriminate. Um, I think I've learned a lot. I think that I have definitely, you know, grown and shifted my own sort of thoughts on that. When you start talking about beyond just dating. Um, but I think I've been consistent throughout and just saying like, there's something about like just dealing with black women that feels like home. You know what I'm saying? Like, yeah. And it's, it's that, it's that, um, unparalleled just support that you can get, um, from just a woman, but then, you know, a black woman, um, that's, it's just different, man. And I, and I don't know a better way to describe it. Right. Uh, by no means am I saying that other women can't provide that, but just in my experience, um, you'll never see me act like a bigger baby than uh when i hug some of my like dearest friends or you know closest people that i've been with that are black women so um
1: yeesh yeah i I know it's a it's a um hard question uh but maybe we can get some feedback from uh from our listeners so like again open it up to it's not this quest is not just for black men but open it up yeah. to anyone would you rather give up your your race or your sex sure um, so sure. Uh, let us know what you think um yeah uh summer sixteen podcast at gmail yeah
0: no it's a it's a great question man it's a great question uh if i can there's a story that we were talking about the social media thing, and then like just the experience. Like, eh, I'll save it for later. Never mind. I'll save the story for later. It's not pertinent right now to the conversation. Okay. Um, you want to? Uh, was there anything else you wanted to add on this guy?
1: Oh no, that's it. That's it.
0: Yeah, yeah. I'm, I'm, I'm interested to see if people want to give us some feedback, though. Um,
1: yeah, I think it's a really good, really good question. It gives you some insight on how you view, uh, sex versus versus race. Yeah. Uh, depending on you know which side you fall on
0: yeah definitely definitely so all right dog let's um let's bring this bad boy on home dog um now is one of our favorite segments to tackle our avm segment where we'll give you guys an audio visual and mental recommendation for the week um let's see uh Day, you want to go first this week man You got some pretty pretty good ones.
1: Yeah. So for my audio this week, it's a single by Lil Baby called The Bigger Picture. A a few artists have been dropping songs here and there, just singles about the current state of our country. I think last week, Meek Mill dropped the track, uh, Jim Jones dropped the track, and now Lil Baby. Uh, I think so far, his has been the best. Um, Yeah. The video, dope.
0: Uh, oh, I didn't even know there was a video, yeah, a video. yeah,
1: yeah, it's pretty Sheesh. good. Um, so yeah, if you, I, I don't even want to spoil it for you, it just talks about the current state of our country and his thoughts on it. And uh, he says some very poignant things, so yes. uh, it's surprising. I'm not really the I, I like the Little Baby, but I'm not like his biggest fan, so it was interesting hearing him say that. Um, I actually added this track to a playlist that I made, so um. About you know, the soundtrack to the Revolution soundtrack. I mean, playlist that I made. But uh, yeah. So that's my audio. My uh, visual is a uh, movie or film that came. out actually came out in 2017, but it just dropped this week, uh, this past weekend on Netflix. It's called L.A. 92. It's uh, basically a documentary film, whatever, uh, based around uh, Los Angeles and the 1992 L.A. riots after. The acquittal of the police officers who beat Rodney King, but the the documentary just just doesn't cover that. It Also covers it starts out covering the white uh, Watts riots in '65 and why that that happened. Uh, election of um, um, Tom Bradley, who uh, was uh, former mayor of L.A. Black man uh, talks about the promotion of Daryl Gates, who was notorious police chief there, and then couple more shootings of uh, Natasha Harlings, but overall watch the movie. Uh pretty good. And then uh last I uh, uh, uh the title <laughs> <laughs> so so oh, the title man. of this book is, is called Die Nigger Die. Jesus dude eh? <laughs> I know, I know. Uh, it's by <laughs> it's by uh, H. Rap Brown or uh, now known as uh, Jamil Al- Al-Amin and HREP or Jamil Al-Amin or HREP Brown, uh, former uh, organizer of SNCC or Student Nonviolent Coordinating Committee, uh, Black Panthers, and basically he uh, basically goes through like a a call of arms, basically uh, a message to the Black community, uh, basically how to uh, come out. Or fare better in the face of oppression by uh by uh racist racist systematic uh country. So uh it's it was this book was <laughs> this book was written in the this book was written in the sixties. And it's actually published in 69, and everything he says in it is crazy, it's still relevant today. Just, yeah. just like uh if you watched edit ninety two. It talks about the Watts riots and everything he, people talked about the protesters and why are you looting and all that same conversation that happened in the 60s. So um, those are my recommendations for this week.
0: Oof. Even the cover of that book is intense. Yeah. I just, I just added it on my Goodreads. I was just like, yeesh. Like, can you imagine, can you imagine being somebody who was just like, Oh, let me just peruse through the, the library real quick and then just stumble upon that real quick you'd be like
1: damn i know like i think last week i had the nigga factory now I have that nigga die
0: yeah no you're going hard uh you know like (laughs) i want everyone to be very clear here i might sound vocally intense on the phone toonday goes hard i might be a (laughs) softy um i might be a softy um but yeah, no, thanks, dog. Uh, good recommendations, um, as always. You know, I, I think your your book game is is pretty crazy. Like, I've been over here um, trying to level up. You know, because you got some good ones. And um, I'm pulling an Audible, dog. So for my audio, uh, I'm gonna also do a single. Uh, I'm switching my single up though because they're. There's been so many, as you pointed out, but the one that I kind of gravitated to beyond the little baby one is uh, it's called Pig Feet. Um, Another, you know, single dealing with the state of the country right now, but it's from a lot of different artists that uh, sonically I'm a big fan of. So the the main artist is Terrence Martin, as well as uh, Kamasi Washington, G Perico, Daylight and Denzel Curry Uh, right now. Yeah, and yeah, no, that's, it's a good one. And so, like, the one reason why it stood out to me is because Terrence Martin and Kamasi Washington are both very accomplished uh, musicians. And, you know, a lot of their notable stuff, they've both done individual product uh, projects now, um, but they were also very heavy in the instru- instrumentation of uh, the Pimpa Butterfly. Um, yeah. So, you know, when Kendrick has a lot of his very heavy jazz influence kind of stuff, um, those are two of the artists that had a large hand in that. Um, and so sonically, I, you know, I just think it's something about like jazz to me that sounds very chaotic, which I think is reflective of the times. And so that's why I that single kind of stood out um, for me. So, yeah, that's Pig Feet. Uh, you got Terrence Martin, Kamasi Washington, Denzel, Wa- Denzel Curry. G. Perico, and Daylight, uh, the battle rapper. Do you watch battle rap? A little bit. Yeah, battle rapper. All right, for my video, right, AVM, for my video, um, there's the documentary The Angry Eye uh, by Jane Elliott. And so I think we've we've talked about Jane Elliott before, and this is a popular experiment that people have heard of, uh, the Blue Eye, Brown Eye Experiment.
1: Yeah, I went ahead and watched it when you told me
0: yesterday. Oh, you did watch it?
1: Yeah, yeah, yeah. Five Seconds Summary, what do you think? Uh, it's a great experiment that I think is, has a lot of good parallels to racism. Yes,
0: yes. And to see somebody who's never experienced racism deal with it for an hour, two
1: hours or whatever what it, it was. What is, like, what is discrimination,
0: yeah. Oh, discrimination, excuse me. Discrimination, yeah on the basis of something they have no, no control over, when you see some of the people's responses, it shatters their world. But I think it is something that can, you know, really be impactful and powerful for folks. It's not just, it's not just to be mean, right? It's to really make a point. She drives it home. Um, and so anybody who's interested in it, you can actually just get it on YouTube. Uh, we'll have the link um, available for you. It's about 45 minutes, 50 minutes or so. Uh, and this is just one iteration of it. Uh, there's another version of it that is done with third graders, um, I think back in the 70s maybe, when Jane Elliott was super young, and that one is also very telling um, because we all know that kids are mean, but it's crazy when you tell them one person's superior to the other, how fast people switch up, and you know how it just affects your psyche, just for a day, so... The Angry Eye, Blue Eye, Brown Eye Experiment, Jane Elliott, super easy to find, um, and, you know, highly recommend checking it out. Uh, My last book uh, is one that I found personally inspiring. Um, It is about one of our founding members of our fraternity, uh, and Mm -hmm. it is called The Black Apollo of Science, The Life of Ernest Everett Just. Uh, it is not an easy book to find, I will be honest with you. Um, I had to go to this kind of really special bookstore in Detroit to get my copy. But, you know, everything's digital nowadays. I hope you guys can find it. Go to a library, check it out. Um, but it does describe the life of Ernest Evergest. He was uh, a famous um, marine biologist, a uh, former professor at Howard University, as well as Uh, Like I said, one of the founding members of our fraternity Uh, and damn, dude, his life is so incredible because it actually starts to, you know, the backdrop of all those times, you know, you start having the world wars come into play. Like there's letters uh, that he wrote to like Mussolini because he's trying to get funding and people in America won't support him and stuff like it's intense. Um, And I I, it's fascinating to me. You know, and highlighting another influential black scientist, uh, which I don't think there are many things out there that do stuff like that. Have you read it, Doug?
1: No, but it's actually on my list.
0: Yeah, you can borrow my copy. I, I think it's going to be hard to get one, um, but I, I, it's really worthwhile. We'll just do a book swap.
1: For sure. Um.
0: So, yeah, Black Apollo Science by Kenneth R. Manning. And that is my AVM. All right. So, you ready to wrap this? We're ready to wrap this bad boy up? Yep. Let's get out of here. All right. So, we've left you guys with a few things to check out until we meet up next week. And as always, I want to thank you guys for rocking with us and thank you for listening. Um, This one got a little heavier than I think we planned on it, but, you know, I hope that you guys take away something constructive from it because that's our goal. Um, there's been a lot of conversation for a lot of different topics and we want you guys to stay connected with us. So, you know, please send us an email, summer16podcast at gmail.com. You know, you can follow us on our show's Instagram, summer16pod, and keep an eye out for our Facebook page, summer16podcast. The links will be in the description uh, so you can find them there. Um, you know, keep the, let's keep the conversation going. If you enjoyed the content, you want to help us grow, provide better shows going forward, help us get a soundboard so we can put little jingles in between (laughs) shit. (laughs) Feel free to put something towards our cash app, dollar sign, summer 16 pod. Anything helps. You know, we're eternally grateful. And um, thanks again for rocking with us. So until next time, whole lot of gang shit, man. Peace. All right. Peace, y'all. Stay safe and stay out of trouble and love somebody be nice to people out there jesus
1: yes definitely be nice
0: be nice man